Hey everybody, it's Leijer and Pam. Happy New Year. We kicked 2020 to the curb. Hey, what's going on? Happy Martin Luther King Day. And welcome everybody to our first show of 2021. And yes, it is MLK Day. So we have a little bit of a winter hiatus since Christmas. And coming back together to uh, kick our show off. So Pam, tell me, 2020 teach you. 2020 taught me discipline on how to be still. It taught me how to like my environment that I'm in. It taught me that I could probably improve my environment. Like you sit around your house, you can find a million things to fix or upgrade. Um, right. I, I appreciate people a little more. Um, I realized that uh, once you can't be out and about with people in different atmospheres, you have to like a person for who they are. I'm sure that's with a lot of uh, marriages. I mean, like you're not going anywhere. You're right there with them. So when you're forced to just talk to people in general, like if you're family, not just your spouse or partner, when you're forced to just talk to people, you have you really start to evaluate their personality versus yours and what they like. Everything gets a little overly critical. So what I realized is that life is short. You have to do you because most people are doing them. <laughs> and that... Um, can't believe everything you hear i mean i learned so much off of social media you can't believe everything you hear on the television um i learned some things about our leadership over the country that um um it this thing goes back to everyone's out for themselves so um some good things i learned is that if don't give up and to keep trying all you can do is better yourself and i fortunately was promoted during the uh, pandemic where a lot of people lost their jobs yes i'm very thankful for that in 2020 and not giving up and pretty much i just thank god for watching over the entire country and i'm sure things could have been a lot worse than they were and just to piggyback on what you said a little bit um 2020 taught me more about my relationship with my with mister there's been a lot of articles and discussions on tv about people being quarantined together for this long a time and a lot of divorces, um, violence in the household. For us, I think it just made our relationship closer. I mean, we haven't tried to kill each other, <laughs> and we're both working from home, thankfully, and it, it's just worked out really great. And I think that the people who checked in on me, and it wasn't just a one-sided thing, you were the one reaching out all the time, Right. And you never hear from them unless you do. So I realized more who my friends are. And I can't say it was like really a sobering experience. I, I pretty much already knew if that makes any sense. But it just kind of solidified in my brain that what I believed was true is true. Like you said, disciplined. I learned to be more organized. Um I up my game with keeping my lists and, you know, checking things off and making sure things are getting accomplished in all areas. That includes, um, especially with finances. I learned what was really important to spend my money on, you know, because we weren't like really going out to the stores or anything. So there was like a lot of online shopping, um, grocery shopping. I really, you know, reined in the whole buying unnecessarily. And then 
like you said, life is short. Um, Mr. lost nine friends last year. That's a lot. That's a lot of on a person. I've, I've been thinking more about my mortality and you inspired me to get back into the gym. And so I have, and, you know, just taking care of myself and, you know, I want to be in that live to be a hundred club. Me and you have goals. So, you know, I think that while the year was crazy and there's a pandemic and, you know, the political climate was, was very stressed. I think that it came out better overall 2020. So I'm looking forward to what's going to, you know, happen in 2021. You know, now people are getting vaccinated and I plan on getting vaccinated. What do you plan? Um, I think I'm definitely going to be vaccinated because what are you going to do? I mean, you're going to be the people that just more, they think that they're banking on everybody else getting vaccinated and they're thinking that we won't get it. Well, what about the people? There's tons of people who said they're not getting vaccinated. So that would end up being a ton of people that are not vaccinated walking around with it. Yeah. And I think that if, if you want to travel in the future, um, they're going to require that you've been vaccinated. Now, in the very beginning, I was on that bandwagon with a lot of other people saying, oh, I'm never going to take that vaccine because, you know, all the urban legends and myths that were going on about chips being implanted in the in the vaccine somehow and it was going to track you. And like, you know what? I dismissed all that because whether it's true or not, <laughs> I don't want the virus. I don't want to give the virus to anybody if I come down with it and become asymptomatic. I'm looking at it like any other vaccine, like the flu vaccine or, you know, measles and mumps vaccines, all those other vaccines we had to take as children, you know, I'm going to treat it like that and take it when it's my turn. I just can't imagine um, knowing that I'm at risk for something that could kill me and there's a cure out there and I don't, I, I refuse to take it. I, I just think right. it's a poor decision. I'm curious to see how the anti-vaxxers are going to, respond to this but you know i think that you're doing a great disservice to people if you don't vaccinate so that's my two cents worth but for me and my peeps i'm doing it right so today is martin luther king day and all around the country there are um celebrations virtual celebrations um movies are on today about him and his legacy how do you think that his legacy is even more important than ever before because we just um witnessed the biggest protest in history all over various countries so that taking to the street and learning how to get people's attention was something that he was very fond of he almost was the originator um of of a black movement out in the streets and standing up for your rights. And with what recently happened with our, our protests we had for Black Lives Matter, and not only that, a racial injustice in general, the, all the deaths that are going on, all the police shooting and police violence and, and the people that are here to protect and serve and no one trusts each other anymore. So um, with him coming back, it kind of reinforces what we're talking about. And so I, if I were someone that was unknowing on the opposite end of the spectrum, I would take this as an opportunity to look at some of the videos and see and educate myself on what exactly he was saying and, and why and understand from their point of view just for once. Because I posted a video today on my personal page that said something that uh, resonated with me was him saying, 
that uh, we're the only minority group on Amer- that was brought on American soil as a slave. And so the other groups adjusted well, and they don't understand why the Negro is not adjusting as well. It's because we were brought here against our will, and then we were held back for years and years and years. And then we were told to be free, but we couldn't purchase anything. We couldn't get a job. We couldn't do anything. So right. we were looked at as, yeah, he said we were looked at as things as opposed to people. We were dehumanized because we were only brought here to help. And, you know, we were enslaved you know, per se, and that is like the big difference in, you know, you know, the post and what, if someone could educate themselves and just learn even that aspect of it, just look at it that way, and you don't understand, then you should begin to understand why some people have resentment, why some people are, it's just very hard to recover from that, and why some people look at you as less than, and whether people realize it or not, it's built in there. And everybody's going to say that they know some person who's not like that. Well, I do too. But then at the end of the day, I mean, you could, you could, you could be of another race and, and, and say you like African-Americans. However, you can't deny what society has taught us and what's gone and what's happened over the year and the side effects over the years. I think that his message today is, is just as applicable more than ever the administration that's moving out um, encouraged hate. We're going to have an inauguration on Wednesday, um, ushering in the new administration. And, and I'm sure, I'm 100% sure things will be better because I don't think it could have gotten any worse with what we had. <laughs> but I think that his message um, is so important because the president enabled people bring out that inner hate what you were saying that people have deep down inside he made it for them that it was okay to bring that out and that's something that we haven't I mean racism has never gone away and it will never go away however um, it has not been as blatant since you know the 60s and you know, previous decades before this, the civil rights movement. So I think we really need to hone in on the message of respecting people and peaceful protests. Right. I mean, do you in a million years think that we would see something as crazy as people attacking our, our Americans, attacking the nation's capital? No, that was brought upon by our president citing an, uh, um, an unprecedented, um, uh, confidence in people that think that they are a privilege, thinks they should be able to do this because they're standing up for their country. Um, I think that uh, when you do that with a flag on your face or and you hold up these flags, I think that's embarrassing. I think it's a disgrace to the country. I don't think that our flag represents someone breaking into the Capitol building and tearing things up and prepare, preparing to hold people hostage. And defecating in offices, I mean, who does that? Wow, the Americans did. <laughs> and right. you're right, it is embarrassing because I work for a company, we have several offices in different countries and I've talked to people and they're asking me questions about it and, I, and I'm just embarrassed because they're looking at us like, wow. I mean, we're considered third world countries and we, you know, we used to look at America like, you know, the super happy and I was feeling like 
I said to someone, like, I'm not proud to be an American. People are so brainwashed to the point where they believe that that was okay. I mean, that's why some people, I'm not a person that's easily led at all. I mean, I'll, I'll stand by my decisions. I'll say no and not ask, um, and not even, you know, address the issue anymore. Where some people is, are just easily led. They believe everything they see, hear, touch. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think you ha it's really important, um, especially now, that before you go off on something, <laughs> that you have concrete proof. I mean, knowledge is power, and you just can't go off go off half cocked on something without realizing how your actions can affect so many others. Right, right. So, yeah, twenty twenty taught us a lot, and. I definitely, um, I definitely realize, believe that the side effects will be carry over into 2021, but I do think it'll get better because we do have a new president. Yes, agreed. We've already had a, a couple of weeks into the new year, but what do you, what do you hope to see? I hope to see a lot more unity. I hope to see people g getting their jobs back. I hope to see people vaccinated. I hope that uh, justice is served for the George Floyd case. I hope that, um, people are a little bit more religiously uh, uh, driven nowadays. I really hope that, um, like I said, that if God truly blesses America, I really hope that people have opened their minds and see the side effects of what can happen if they're closed. Yes, good point. And I couldn't have said it better. I mean, I wish for all of those things for 2021, as well as um, on a personal note, I want our show to take off because I feel like we have a lot of important things to say that could benefit people. Today is a more serious show, but uh, we're still funny. So <laughs> there's still going to be some comedy yeah. relief in there. Looking forward to a new grandbaby. Oh boy, my little, I'm going to have a little grand dude in April. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to restrictions being lessened as more people are vaccinated and COVID cases begin to drop. I'm looking for a little more leeway and being able to go out and, and, so, and socialize with people. But at the same time, I don't think I'm ever going to take things for granted like I used to. I'm always going to have hand sanitizer. I'm always going to have a mask. Truth be told, when flu season rolls around again, even if masks are not required, I'm still going to wear one because why not? Right. But I am looking right. forward to to this year and well I'm looking forward to the rest of this year and um looking at it very positive. I've I've decided and learned that it's more important than ever to live in the moment and you know and embrace each day as it comes instead of worrying about things that haven't haven't happened. I'm not saying that planning isn't important, but you know, we're not promised tomorrow. So I think you have to, we have to live as much as we can in, what, in the days, the time that we have in the present um, to fully appreciate, you know, life. I'm going to start um, giving to a charitable organization that I've been wanting to give to for a while. And I'm going to start that this year because no, there's no better time than the present. Right. Maybe I should volunteer somewhere. We'll figure something out. Yeah, we could have a girl what day at, at Mid-Ohio Food Bank. You never know. They need help. I just saw it on the news, and 
I would be glad to help them out. That's cool. I'm about to work out again. I'm sitting here in the parking lot looking at people go in and out. Um, I have the best. When I say the best, I've I, I was because AT&T is right there. I'm thinking like my phone is like immaculately fast. I don't know what I sound like to you, but the things that are going on in the background of my phone is like amazing. Like I'm like, okay, so they cheat. <laughs> I mean, because there's why your phone should work any better at their spot than it would at home. So I'm just saying. I never thought about that. Oh, See, I have, oh but while oh, we're fine. talking about phones, and you'll be happy. I think I've decided to make the jump over to Team Apple. Ah, <laughs> we'll keep you posted. I'm like, you know what? I may make that leap of faith and try it. And if I don't like it, I'm switching back. That's all I have to say. Well, you're going to have to get used to it. You're going to have to really know some stuff. So it's going to be fun, though. You're going to be like, well, you and I are going to be really rolling then. <laughs> I hope so, but all I know is, and I told my daughter this, he's really pressing me big time. I said, if all my shit doesn't transfer the way it, exactly the way it is in my phone now, we're gonna have a problem because I'm OCD and I need things to be all there the way they were, just in a different it's, phone. It's gonna look like you've gone pro. <laughs> really? Document or something. Stop. Very, very neat. Very professional. Okay. Well, I'm going to trust all y'all iPhone users and I'll, I'll keep you posted. All right. Well, we're going to yep. say we will talk to you again next week and peace. <laughs> we're the dopest. We're the most We're your hostess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the program. and Twitter at Girl Web Pod and our website is on Wix.